1: You're
0: listening to the British Ice Hockey Podcast, available every week on BritishIceHockey.co.uk. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. And coming up this week, we're going to be talking to two league leaders, as we'll be joined by the Guildford Flames of the Elite League and the Scottish National League leaders, the Aberdeen Lynx. All of that to come on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. So, hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. Later in the show, we will be hearing from the Aberdeen Lynx and from the Guildford Flames. But before that, it's to the National Division that we start this week's show. And a four-point weekend uh, for the Raiders last week in the National Division. And to the Mood now at the club, it's a welcome to the show, to their head coach, here's Sean Easton. Uh, well, Sean, a big thank you for joining us, and we should say we're recording this on Friday lunchtime. Um, the Raiders got a, a, a big game tonight uh, against the Bees, uh, but in good spirits, a great weekend just gone, uh, a four-point weekend. How, how was it last week for the Raiders?
2: Yeah, it was great. We needed uh, we needed a good weekend. Um, over the course of the season, we've, we've been good for sections of games, and we just haven't completed a full weekend yet, and it was good to finally kind of complete a full 120 minutes last weekend and get rewarded for it.
0: What were your expectations heading into this season? Because, uh, um, like you say, you, you, you're there or thereabouts in, in, in the majority of these games, aren't you? And, and, and you're beating the teams uh, in and around you in the division. So, I mean, what, what, what were your expectations for what was possible at the Raiders?
2: Well, after last year at this point, we're not making the playoffs. First and foremost, it was let's guarantee a playoff spot. With the way it's working this year, where it's now back to one v eight, two v seven, so on so on. Obviously, we want to finish in that with a good tie, with a good kind of uh, opportunity to make the Coventry weekend. So we, we're we're at mid-table spot and see where we can go from now.
0: Touching upon the actual results themselves, you know, 7-5 against, against the Bees, 6-5 against Telford. Um, let's say they're entertaining games. I think that's that's a safe bet. I mean, what what's it like being a head coach of, of the Raiders at the moment with games like that, those, those fill a minute matches?
2: Yeah, yeah. So we, we spoke last night about kind of, obviously, it's good to be scoring goals. We, we went for a little period there where we were struggling to score, but now we found our scoring sticks. It's We can't be conceding <laughs> five a game.
0: No, I mean that—that's always the balancing act, isn't it? Uh, but, yeah. but you get your money's worth. I, I, I'd suggest watching the Raiders this year. You've obviously paid a, a good mix of teams um, this, this season thus far. I mean, what's your, what's your your thoughts on on how the division is shaping up uh, as as a spectacle, and, and and where you your side fits into it? all, do you feel?
2: I think that the league's taken another step forward. It's improved again, more establishment now within the leagues. It's I think this is kind of its fourth year in the making. This league, so. It's it's growing as the years go on. I mean, teams like Hull and Milton Keynes are sitting at the top of the table there, even now Peterborough kind of pulling a string of results together. I don't think it's going to be as open as what it's been previous seasons. I think we might see a little bit of dominance from teams, but it's still a good league and even the top teams like on their day like any team could win.
0: And you touched upon, you know, that, that desire to, to get through to the playoffs and that side of things. I mean, results like we saw on, at the weekend against Telford, that, that certainly does indicate that, that that is a possibility.
2: Oh, 100%. I mean, we've got to be taking points off every team. Like, we can't just be targeting one or two. We've got to be taking points off every team through the run to get as high up at that table as we possibly can. And Telford was a was a big, big two points for us. It's a tough place to go and play. We found a way, like we had a great second period and we put five unanswered goals on them. It shows that we've got what we need in the tank. It's just putting it together on a consistent basis.
0: I'll get to um, the upcoming games for the Raiders in a second, but uh, can we just remove your your head coach hat from the the Raiders and move it to the GB under-18s? Because that's also uh, part of your role in in ice hockey in this country, uh, Sean, and uh, News about uh, the World Championship Division uh, that the dates have been set now uh, in Belgrade. Uh, what, what's your thoughts uh, on on that tournament in April?
2: It's a group we need to get out of. It's, last year we kind of we never knew the top two teams would go through and get promoted. I think that was a very last minute decision after the tournament had finished. But we dropped a bomb last year. It, if we had beaten Romanian regulation, we would have uh, we would have got gold. So. It was a bit of a pill. We had a very good team last year and it kind of it sucked the way it all worked out. But this year, is, we've got to get out of that group. It's two teams got promoted, two teams got brought up from the level below us. So for now, it's time for us now to kind of be stepping out of that group and moving up and being a consistent 1B team.
0: Yeah, and that, that first game against Romania is uh, Sunday, the 9th of April, we should say. Um, just to touch upon the players who who, who are available, um, later in the show we're going to be joined by Owen Griffiths, who obviously uh, is doing well at Guildford at the moment. He played for the under-18s a few years back and the under-20s. Uh, how, how important is is these the under-18s tournament for developing uh, the players of the future like, like Owen?
2: It's important. It's, it's that first taste of a real world championship experience and that professionalism it's a big year for them players as well because hitting 16, 17, they need to be playing senior hockey to really kind of take that next step into hockey. If they're not getting them opportunities at senior level and they're still playing junior, it's just going to stunt their development. So it's a tough year for the under-18s because they have to be making their mark at a senior level now, be it NHL 1, be it National League. They need to be making their mark at senior level, cutting their tooth at that level there and kind of getting that experience and professionalism of the game. that really helps translate their hockey game into men's hockey or DB hockey or that national level.
0: And this is where, um, I mean, I I feel like I'm giving a preview for what else is coming up late in the show. We've got Aberdeen Lynx joining us later and and we discuss how the the Scottish National League, all them clubs are developing junior players. Um, We've had various clubs on from from the English League and and what they're doing. Um, So... It's, it's all about that journey isn't it from from you know playing uh, kids ice hockey through to senior hockey like you're saying you know if you if you get to be part of your squad then you're certainly on your way that's for sure
2: 100 it's uh, yeah it's, it's a big part of their development years this year these years at under 18s level it's i wouldn't say make or break but it's a big advantage if you're kind of being able to experience that senior level of hockey at a 16 17 year old
0: and uh, looking forward to that tournament in, in Serbia at the, uh, the, towards the end of the season?
2: Yeah, different place to go. I mean, I've done it for three years now and been in Estonia twice <laughs> and Hungary. so it'd be nice to go to somewhere different. I <laughs> don't um, know what to expect from Serbia, but I'm sure it'll be a, a good two weeks.
0: Good stuff. And uh, we'll catch up uh, t- um, uh, ahead of that tournament as well, we should say, uh, later in the season. Uh, but uh, back to uh, the, the bread and butter and uh, the Raiders this weekend. Um, you're on your way there now uh, for, for this match this evening against the Bees. You've got Bazin Stoke uh, on Sunday. These are, these are big games. I mean, you beat you beat Telford. Um, you, you've beaten the Bees already this season. You've got spring in your step. You need a four-point weekend again. I'm going to suggest that's what that's what you'd be after. I think.
2: Yeah, that's what's been asked for. That's a kind of a requirement. I think a four-point this weekend will kind of push us up the table once again into that sixth, fifth spot. So yeah, huge weekend for us. It's it's making sure that like, game on game, but it's it's beating the teams around us on a consistent basis and stealing points off teams above us to kind of really be where we want to be.
0: Absolutely. And and last question. Uh, Sean just about uh, Sunday's game um, de- decent crowds this season at the Raiders uh, quarter past five face off uh, get yourself down there is, is what we're saying on Sunday for that big game against Baisley Stoke
2: yep yeah, um, fancy dress Halloween spectacular so get yourself there back to a Sunday game with uh, previous few weeks been a Saturday so back to our Sunday night hockey at Romford get yourself down I and mean,
0: Enjoy the game. Absolutely. It should be a thriller uh, on, all them, on all them jokes. Uh, but sure, just, just <laughs> one last question. How, how much are you looking forward to and relishing the challenge of getting the Raiders to to that playoff line and, and keeping yourselves there and, and the challenge of the National Division this this season? How much are you looking forward to it? What's left of it?
2: Oh, we're excited. We've got a really good group this year, a really motivated group. Our target and everyone's talking about it week on week is about kind of being better every game and yeah, it's, a, it's going to be a Hopefully a very good
0: year for us. Great stuff. Well, Sean Easton, head coach uh, of of the Raiders, as well as the the Great Britain Under-18s team, a big, big thank you for taking the time out your Friday to join us uh, today. Uh, Big good luck this evening, big good luck on Sunday, and catch up very soon. Thanks, Ben. Raiders head coach Sean Easton there, joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. Later in the show, we're going to be speaking to player coach at the Aberdeen Lynx, the current league leaders in the Scottish National League. Jordan Layden will be joining us shortly. But before that, it's to the current league leaders in the elite ice hockey league, and that is the Guildford Flames. On Wednesday, a 5-4 victory over the Cardiff Devils, making it 10 straight wins in the league for the Flames. It's been a phenomenal run. And on Thursday, I caught up with one of the players behind this winning streak. Here's Owen Griffiths. Well, Owen, a big thank you for joining us. Dead easy question to kick this interview off uh, this week. Um, how's it going at Guildford? Is it all right at the moment?
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, um, Obviously, we've had a good couple of results uh, to start the year off, which is always nice. You always want to get off on the right foot. So, uh, yeah, I think the team and the club themselves have obviously made a few changes and um, it's nice to see that uh, I know it's only a short sample with a long season, but it's um, so far so good, you know. So hopefully we can keep it up in the next coming weeks and uh, keep this thing rolling.
0: Yeah, the trouble is with nice round numbers, like 10 straight wins, is, it's a nice <laughs> round number. Uh, and, you know, 11 doesn't sound as good as 10. Uh, and <laughs> It's like a subconscious thing. But I mean, it's such an incredible achievement uh, at, at Guildford. I mean, what's it been like being on this wave
3: it, it's 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 really really good, you know. Like I've I've experienced it not so much uh, when you're winning them, but I, fortunately I've been on sides where you don't get that kind of run going, and it is really really nice to you know get those things kind of ticked off early and get the wins booked in, and you know like I think it's a good it's a good thing that we're playing all the top teams as well and getting the results and competing. It's it's you know it's things that you've practiced for and everything else that comes along with it you just want to make sure that number gets bigger and bigger as it comes to the at the end of the year then it's like a thing like you said with that round 10 number and it doesn't matter what numbers on it each team everyone wants to beat you every night and like you say if you've got that target it's probably going to give them a bit more incentive and it drives you to play better hockey yourselves so um yeah it's 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 good you got to take it where we are at the moment um I'm certainly am. I know it's uh, a good run, and I think the fans are enjoying it too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. They certainly enjoyed. Uh, we're recording this on Thursday. They certainly enjoyed last night's match uh, against the Cardiff Devils. Um, yeah. What an advert for the Elite League that was. Um, I mean, yeah. they came straight out the blocks, didn't they? And really, and really went for you. Um, and and you dug in. You know, got the the overtime goal at the end to take it five yeah. four. But but what a game! What what was it like?
3: It was really good. Yeah. Um, I think like. We didn't really start the way we wanted to. Uh, We kind of gave Cardiff probably too much respect for their skill level. You know, like you give guys time and space, they're going to create things and you know put the puck in the back of the net, and that's what they did those first periods. But you know, we've we've got a good team, and we've come back from deficits and things like this before. Like we look back to Sheffield away, I think we were three one down at the time and ended up coming away with the win there. So, like, we, we know anytime time we're in a game and we might be behind a goal or so, we've got it in us to, you know, turn things around. And I think that's really what we've kind of spoke about in the thirds. And, um, yeah, we just turned it around and thankfully we managed to get it over the line um, in overtime.
0: And and touching upon uh, upon this uh, this this roster and and this dressing room at the minute, obviously it's on a it's on a, a another level uh, as things stand, and and the morale must be must be really really good to say the least. Yeah. At the Guildford Spectrum, but what, what's what is the driving force? Because um, the, there's some new faces, but there's players like yourself who were there uh, last year, and and last yeah. year was such a good season as well. You know, you know, just being yeah. towards the end in the playoffs. Um, I mean, what what's driven you for? forward this year do you feel in this opening
3: well I think I think it's a bit been certainly for me anyway it's been a bit of a taste of you know kind of getting to those bigger games and those final weekends and competing for those big trophies like any other team in a professional sports here like when you get that little bit of a taste of it you know you want to just keep hold of it or get closer to achieving it and I think you say like the recruitment that Guilford have done this year bringing in the guys that we have done keeping the guys that we have kept as well is also another big point. I look back at last year, maybe we did miss like maybe one or two things in different areas and aspects. And I think Digger and Hemmer and everyone in the background have obviously done a good job of kind of, you know, filling them holes or improving where we needed to improve. So I think, you know, when you look at the team as a whole, we are probably a stronger team and we are playing really well at the moment. Um, I just hope that the work that we're doing away from the rink as well with the off ice and things like that, that we can turn it into rather than, you know, like a little run of 10, I say a little run, a run of 10 games into a longer, prolonged run of form and uh, hopefully be in some finals.
0: One thing I noticed about um, the stats behind the squad at the moment, there's no, um, there are some standout players, obviously, but the goals are being shared around, the assists are being shared around. Um, that's that's positive, isn't it? What, what's going yeah. on there with that regard?
3: Yeah, that's huge. I think, like like you say, like depth scoring and contributing elsewhere in the lineups. Like it's it's, it's hockey. It's a long season. Games aren't always going to go players ways. Like you know, we're we're human beings. Like we're not perfect. Like we're not going to be scoring hat tricks every night. You know what it's like. So for players all up and down the lineup to be contributing every single night it's always a big 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 plus and it builds confidence and if you if you look around even in nhl and things like that you've got guys like superstars who put up all these points but if they're not getting any secondary scoring and the team ends up struggling you know so there's only so much they can do and i, I think it's a big big thing for us to have everybody contribute into uh, the game and it just builds confidence for everyone else and let, lets you kind of not hold onto your stick so tight and just help the team really and um it's a good thing to have. It's a big plus.
0: Yeah, and it's a good buffer you've got up at the top of the table at the minute. Six points, uh, but obviously uh, Sheffield and Cardiff. I've got, I've got games in hand. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's how important that match was, though. I suppose. Uh, yeah.
3: Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, that's yeah like you say. And,
0: and obviously, I think you've got Sheffield this weekend, haven't you, as well? So, yeah. Uh,
3: so, so we're away in Dundee Saturday, which again is another big game. Um, you know, they've had some good results lately against a big team. So it'd be nice uh, for us to go up there and, you know, put in a strong performance and then come back home and, you know, compete on the night against Sheffield, who, you know, are always challenging up there for the title, for the league. And yeah, it should be a really, really good game.
0: And and touching upon um, the schedule and all that, I mean, I think I did speak to Paul Dixon about this a, a, a few weeks back. Uh, but it is challenging, isn't it? You got a game at a weekend, yeah. midweek game. Then you got to go to Dundee. Then you got a home game back in Surrey. Uh, yeah. What, what's it yeah. Like, what's it like as a, as a player?
3: Uh, it's it's it, 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 it the thing is uh, you ask anyone in the league, they love them. They'll they'll love to moan about the scheduling and things like that. But. I'm sure it's the same for everyone. Um it, it is a lot it is a lot of hard work, but um everyone goes through it, you know. There's teams that go up to Dundee and come back and play and things like that. And we're just another team that's doing that. So again, excuses wise, like everyone goes through it, you know. So we can't really use that. But yeah, like you say, it's it is difficult. Like there's a lot of hockey to play, especially these first kind of I want to say like quarter of the season, you could say with a lot of the cup games and the regular season games as well. And then again, obviously with pre-season and things like that. I know this year in Guildford, we went through like a pretty tough boot camp kind of training camp before the season, you know, get everyone ready. So it was those things, you know, add up, but I think they pay off, you know, like when we've got these games, you know, you look back, we've had, as of previously, we, we had three and three for the last like two weeks and then a double header and then we had, Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday so like yeah it's been a busy month but like hopefully then when you look back you look later on in the season you got February comes around and you think oh we've got run a run of three home games here and things like that so it does balance out in the end it's just uh, you got to kind of look at the bigger picture rather than be shouting and moaning on the bus after us when you're seven hours into a 10 hour journey, you know,
0: <laughs> it's, it's a good bus journey on the way back though. If you've won uh, that, that's exactly. Good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but, exactly. Uh,
3: just for you personally, Owen as
0: well. I mean, um, how are how are you finding ice hockey at the moment? Cause it, it feels like, um, you're getting better year on year. I, I think I'm safe in saying that. I mean, how, how are you enjoying things at the moment?
3: Yeah, I, I, I'm really enjoying it. Um, it's nice to, you know, um, be playing in, uh, in Guildford. Um, they look after us really well here and um, nice to be getting some more like responsibilities and things like that within the team. And I think as a player like myself, I just kind of want to keep improving every year and just trying to help the team contribute where I can. And that's, that's the main thing for me, you know, like I've always wanted to be involved and win the trophies and things like that. But the main thing for me was always being happy too. And I think Guildford is one of these places where, you know, I've really enjoyed every minute of playing here which is the big thing for me and um I can't think of anywhere else at this point in time where I'd rather be playing you know
0: Yeah absolutely and and with regards to the upcoming games I mean just to uh focus on uh Dundee on Saturday I mean what, what's your thoughts on on the actual challenge of Dundee because they they a a good piece of form didn't they a couple of weeks ago so
3: Yeah yeah exactly yeah like I said earlier on that they they've turned over some you know good teams and got some good results and uh when they came down here i think it was we had some delays and they were short benched a few i guess their main players were missing and things like that so i don't think we got to really see the full side of it and they still gave us you know a good game so i don't think it's exactly going to be like it, they're not going to just let us go in there and roll over and let us have the two points you know it's going to be a battle so uh, I'm looking forward to. It. I like. A, I played with Mac last year, and he's there now, and Gary, and things like that. So I know what those players are like, and um, it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be a good game,
0: and uh, hopefully a good game on on Sunday night as well against the Sheffield Steelers. Um, I don't really need to publicize this match. I don't think to sell tickets <laughs> or anything like that. I'm imagining they sell themselves. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, what what's your thoughts at the moment about the home crowd there at the Spectrum because they they must have been you know loving that game on Wednesday, mustn't they? So um, yeah, I mean, what what's your thoughts on on how how that mood in the dressing room is, is heading to the terraces as well?
3: Yeah, it's it's, it's like you say, like um, playing in the Spectrum, like it's it's not a lot of fun for away teams to kind of come and. Um, and that's what we want to make it. You know, we don't want the teams to come here and, I guess, you'd to enjoy themselves. You know, like, we're here to put a battle in and put a shift in and, you know, entertain the fans, give them what they want. Fans love to see a lot of goals, and we're just trying to, you know, do our best to win games at the moment. And thankfully, it's coming off, and from what I can see and what I hear over the weekends, especially after games, if we've won, uh, it's, it's been pretty loud, you know. Like, when we won, obviously, in overtime, it was a pretty big raw, you know. So hopefully we can get a few more of them, especially on Sunday.
0: Absolutely. The last question, Owen. Uh, just about um, obviously at the moment you're riding this wave, and uh, you know it's it's a fantastic run that that yeah. are further on. Um, how much are you looking forward to continuing riding that wave? Hopefully, yeah. Uh, in the, in the coming weeks, and and just generally, you know, the the start. How much are you looking forward to to the rest of the season and the challenges that that
3: await? Uh, that's
0: that's coming up for the club.
3: Well, like you say, like it's a bit. It's been a good run so far, but you know there's a lot of hockey left. We obviously want to extend this uh, run as long as we can, um, and you know put some separation between us and the other teams in the league. And it'd be nice to obviously have that kind of blanket. But it, it, it's hockey. There's a lot of uh, things that happen, and I know you you can play the best game of your life as a team and still end up coming off on the wrong side of the scoreline. It's just the way things work. But I think that if we keep playing the way we're playing and keeping it simple and doing the right things then there's no reason why we shouldn't be um, challenging up there and uh, extending this streak but yeah and again then moving on to like the rest of the season like I think a lot of new players have kind of come in and out of the league and into the team so that I've been on over the past couple of years so it's nice to be in Guildford where you've got the handful of guys who obviously played here last year and to have the new additions that we've got everyone kind of gets along and there's things away from the rink and it's a good morale. And um, like you say, when you're winning, it's it's fun. So uh, hopefully we can keep it going and uh, keep having some fun in Guildford.
0: Great stuff. Well, Owen Griffiths uh, from the Guildford Flames, a big, big thank you for taking the time out your evening uh, to join us this week. Big congratulations uh, for for the run that you're on at the moment and uh, all the best in the coming matches as well. Thanks for joining us.
3: No problem at all. Thank you very much. Cheers.
0: Owen Griffiths there from the Guildford Flames joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. Let's go north of the border now and to the Scottish National League. And it's been a great start to the season for the Aberdeen Lynx, currently leading the way up at the top of the SNL table. And on Wednesday, I caught up with player head coach at the Lynx. It's a welcome to the show to Jordan Layden. Well, Jordan, a big thank you for joining us uh, on this week's show. And uh, before we get to uh, this weekend's match, uh, just a bit of a general catch up. It's been a, a cracky start to the season at Aberdeen. Um, how, how Have you found it
4: thus far? Yeah, it's been really good. We, in fairness, we started off with a loss, and then kind of since then we've we've kind of powered on. We, uh, yeah, we had a good a good few wins, which was which was good. We I think we kind of picked up where we left off last season. We we played really well last season. I thought we. We deserved probably more from last season, but performances last year cost us the league and then into, into playoffs. It cost us, so we kind of picked up where we left off in terms of in terms of league wise. So we're not we're not hugely surprised where we are, but it's it's really nice to be there <laughs> for for sure. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, a good win at the weekend. A uh, bit of a thrilling
0: game uh, against the Dundee Comets, four uh, three in the end. Uh, how how were your nerves after after last weekend's match?
4: yeah those those last five minutes were were quite nail-biting for us that's for sure they they fairly piled on the pressure in that last five minutes after we got the the go-ahead goal but yeah great great four points for us it's it's massive it was one we really we really wanted to get we were we were down we were down a few men from just the way the way things had worked out with guys being away with work etc so it was it was really big to come away with come away with all the points in that one
0: so touching upon um you know the 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 way uh, your sides bounced in, into this season, I, I think we can describe it as that, can't we? Um, you know, seven wins from nine. Um, you know, it's it looks like a tussle with yourselves, uh, Dundee Tigers and Kilcotte. Um I, I mean, I, I, what have you what have you made to the start of the season more generally across the division? Because um, it, it does look like um, there's there's been a few uh, teams who've who've pulled out some good victories this season. There's there's
4: no easy games and and all those cliches. Yeah, it's there's massive parody around the league this year. It's I think it makes it even more exciting that there's not one team gonna run away with it. I think there's gonna be ups and downs from probably everyone throughout the season. I don't think I don't think where we're where everyone's sitting just now is where everyone will end up. I think there'll be a lot of chops and changes throughout the season because there is such parody. There's you no know, they've still got Edinburgh Capitals, they've still got plenty of games to play and they can take points off of teams. And then on, on any anyone's day, anyone can take points off of anyone. So it's, there's still a hell of a lot to play for because I don't think we're even halfway... We're not even halfway through the season yet, so there's still a hell of a lot of hockey to be played, that's for sure.
0: And just touching upon what's going on at the club more generally, just to catch up about how the club's shaping up after COVID, um, you've been at the club for, for years as a player, now now stepped up to to play a head coach in the last couple of seasons or so, um, just just at the wrong time, really. I'm going to suggest everything <laughs> that was going on off the
4: ice. Uh, I
0: mean, how, how how have you settled into the role?
4: Uh, I, I'd like to think pretty well. You'd maybe need to ask ask the players that question. But for for myself, it's it's been a challenge. It's definitely been a challenge trying to juggle juggle the two. But I've had good backroom staff that have really helped. There's like Sir Fraser McEchkins came in this year to help on the bench. Owen Reynolds has helped helped a bunch, and we've got Michael Gibson as well. The three of them have have really helped me over the past couple of years to kind of especially since I'm on the ice now and again. They they really settle things in the bench So, although it's been a challenge for me, they've they've really settled the, settled it for me. So, it's been good. It's been fun. It's good to it's good to have these conversations with the guys as well, and and really try and put a stamp on on what I want to do as well. Because I've been I've been around the club for so long. You always you always like to have ideas, but I was always one that the coach knows best. So you, you let them do their thing. But since I've came in, it's I can I can start to implement my own ideas, so it's been good. It's been good fun.
0: I was going to ask you about that balance of you know all, you know being on the bench and uh, and and looking at things, but also being on the ice as well, because you you've been pretty prolific, haven't you, over the years? So I mean, it must be difficult for you to to take a step back and not participate. I'm imagining.
4: Yeah, we've we've built a we've built a team that fortunately can can take some of the burden probably off of myself a little bit which is which is great that's that's the whole point of a team is that everyone's everyone plays their roles and everyone chips in which has been which have been hugely beneficial for myself that there's almost that element that I can I can step back ever so slightly so yeah it's the team the team really helps with that and thankfully I'm I'm still I'm still putting up some points <laughs> <laughs> So it's it's a it's a win win. <laughs> and I'm just touching upon um,
0: the future for, for Aberdeen and and you know the, the great work that's been going on there, like, like you said uh, over over the years, that there's been a bit of momentum behind the club, hasn't there? We see we see that with the crowds, um, and we see that with the, the younger players coming through as well at, at the club. What does the future hold? Do you feel for for the Aberdeen links because it's it, it seems like it's going well.
4: Yeah, we just we've been going strength to strength. We've we've just recently become we're now classed as a, a charity as a, a skio. so that's been one step we've taken it's hopefully helped with help with some funding and it looks like they're proposing they're proposing a new ice rink with aberdeen football club as as they look to get a new stadium so we could end up in in the near future with a with a new a nice new ice rink which which will be amazing it's been 30 years at the ice rink we've got just now so Having something new and new and shiny will, will be really nice, but until until that happens, we're, we'll keep going as we are. Hopefully, still just developing our juniors and and working our our way through the league. That's all we can all we can really hope for for just now.
0: And, and just touching upon the league more generally, we, we mentioned earlier about uh, you know how close it is uh, on the ice, but you know cracking works going on up there in Scotland, isn't it? With, with regards to developing junior players, uh, I know you came through a pathway like that, didn't you? And, and you know there's clubs like yourselves, the Edinburgh Capitals, re-emerging on the scene. Um, I mean, how how good is the Scottish National League at the moment? Do you feel with regards to not just on the ice at senior level, but also developing those junior pathways as well?
4: Yeah, I think it, over the past few years it's become it's become massive. You see so many so many of the players from our league either jump up to elite league or they're or they're going down into kind of the higher league, when IHL. And it's great to see. It's great to see local Scottish kids. And some of them you know two way, and some of them some of them go off and go their own path or come back. It, and it's great that the uh, standard overall's massive. I think it's it's just gotten better and better as the years have gone on, which is great to see. It can only be good for for the juniors stepping up. You kinda hope it's a pathway for for all these juniors that come in, that they can either come in, play SNL their whole career, or they or this is just a, a stepping stone to going on to bigger and better things. But it can only be good for the sport that we've got, you know, so many teams. The likes of Edinburgh coming back's great because you want you want teams like that in, in the league. And We've got great junior setups throughout throughout Scotland. So you've got you've got Dundee and you've got Kirkcaldy. Pays there now linking up with Lanarkshire ourselves. Edinburgh it's it's a, it's really good. Actually, North theaters and Kilmarnock there their junior setups really good as well. So it's it's great to see this throughout throughout the whole of Scotland. Hopefully, hopefully we can put put a bit more into the the development of all these clubs and put a bit of money behind them, and we can we can just make the sport even bigger in this country cuz it's it's making some good strides over the past few years so hopefully we can continue that.
0: Yeah, when I when I went on the Scottish uh, ice hockey
4: website, it's it's very exciting, isn't it what's going on? <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Yeah, they've they've put a hell of a lot of work in, it, especially over these these past probably since we've came back from covid, there's been there's been an awful lot of work going on behind the scenes and it's it's starting to starting to pay dividends. So obviously this the hard work that everyone's put in is starting to starting to pay off and Hopefully they're they're going in the right direction now. I feel that they're they're looking more into the development of the sport as a whole rather than just development of individual clubs. I think that's that's vital that we we develop the sport rather than just think about individual clubs and it seems like it's going that way for sure which is great
0: and with regards to the atmosphere at the club more generally um when you watch the videos and see the pictures there's there's a good healthy crowd there isn't there um so so what's the mood like at the club more generally this season thus far
4: yeah there's a great there's a great buzz around the club there there kind of has been over the past probably five six seven years we've we've been able to join join a really good crowd and and thankfully they've they've stayed to support us through through the good and the bad but yes, yeah, for the for the club as a whole, we're we're doing pretty well. We're we're pretty steady. We've got good good juniors coming in from from all ages. So yeah, there's a there's a great atmosphere around the club. That's for sure.
0: And uh, certainly, like we've touched upon here, the performances on the rink have have certainly added to that. Uh, what's your expectations? Um, this season because like we said about how how uh level everyone is at the moment and you know i mean you only have to go back uh, a couple of weeks you know that, that pays the defeat for yourselves i think uh, Kilcody, uh were uh would be and weren't they by somebody uh i think it was kill it wasn't it uh, yeah so i mean no easy games and, and all that it is a bit of a cliche but but generally what what are your expectations what what's possible at aberdeen this year do you feel
4: i think a trophy for us would be would be great with We've only ever won in senior hockey. We've only ever won one trophy, and that was back in 2016. I think we've gotten ourselves to a place where we can really compete, whether it be for league and all the other cups, the the playoffs, and the Scottish Cup. I think if we were to come away with with a trophy this year, I think we'd all be all be pretty proud ourselves. But that that league, that's the one we all want to win. And I think the way the way we performed last year, I think we ended up just a point behind Kirkcaldy, who won it. I think I think that's got to be our main goal. And so far, we're, we're on good track for that. So as long as we can keep going, then then hopefully hopefully that'll be our, our big one at the end of the year.
0: And uh, speaking of the Scottish Cup, uh, that takes us to this weekend's match on Saturday. A uh, bit of a Halloween theme uh, going on yeah. there in Aberdeen this weekend against Kilmarnock. Uh, what, what's your thoughts on on this match this weekend?
4: I think it's going to be a, a really tough game. Kilmarnock have pulled out some some quite surprising results for some people, I think, this year. So they're they're not going to be anyone to take lightly, because I think I think people have people have uh, went into these games with low expectations for Kilmarnock, like, which I thinks unfair for them. They've always they've always been a team that worked really hard. They've might they've maybe not gotten the results they deserve, but they've always worked hard, and it seems like their their hard work's starting to pay off a a fair bit. With some juniors coming through as well, so. It's going to be a tough game. I expect them to come out really quick, really fast, and in our face. So we've got we've got to be well prepared this weekend. That's for sure.
0: And and just a, a quick plug it is, it's is going to be uh, a Halloween themed night. Uh, so uh, what, what yeah. times face off, and what do people have to do to
4: attend in person? It's a quarter past seven face off, and our tickets are through Ticket Source. I believe all the links are through our Facebook and our. Instagram. It's all all online. There's no tickets at the door because we think we're about two hundred two hundred and fifty tickets left for the weekend. So. It's looking like it could be a, a sellout.
0: Oh, brilliant stuff. Uh, AberdeenLinks.com, uh, by the way, as well, for further ticketing information for this weekend. Uh, but uh, Jordan Layden, head coach, uh, player head coach, uh, I, I forgot to mention you actually got mad of the match, didn't you, a couple of weeks ago as well? So you st- you're still doing pretty well on the <laughs> ice, uh, that's for sure, uh, at the Aberdeen Links. A big, big thank you for taking the time out, your evening, to join us this week. And a uh, big good luck this weekend. And uh, big good luck as well uh, for, for the upcoming games back in the league. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me.
4: It's been a pleasure.
0: Player head coach from the Aberdeen Links, Jordan Layden there, joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey podcast. And uh, that's it for this week's edition of the show. A big thank you to Jordan, Sean and Owen for joining me on this week's edition. Remember for the latest goings on from the world of British Ice Hockey, you can visit the website www.britishicehockey.co.uk. But I'm Ben and you'll make sure you all have a lovely and safe weekend. Bye-bye.